What's up, everybody? Welcome to Neighborly Discourse what's up, with Billy what's and up? Steve. I am Billy. And I'm Steve. That was a noticeable change there. I gotta, I'm exhausted. Too much football? No. There's never no such thing as too much football. I didn't watch any last night. I watched a bunch. At all. At all. I mean, not just last night. At all. At all. At all. I watched a whole bunch. Anything good? It's football, man. It's all good. No, no, no. I'm saying anything stand out. Let's put it that way. uh, Stand out. Um, Reaffirm again that Belichick teams, win or lose, are the best coach teams in the NFL. At the end of the game yesterday, uh, Green Bay and... New England. New England is on their third string rookie quarterback, tied 24 24 at the end of the game. Hold on, pause for a second. Did, uh, what's his name? Mac Brown? Mac Jones? He got, he he didn't play. Brian Hoyer was in. He got knocked out in the first quarter. So they had. (laughs) Is that, is that his history? Doesn't he get hurt all the time? Who, Hoyer? Hoyer? No, he's just, he's just. He's a good backup. Okay. He just happened to get popped in his head, and okay. that caused a problem. So Mike Jones did not play at all yesterday? No, nah, he might be out for a good while. Okay. And then with uh, people boo-hoo-hooing about concussions, Hoyer now probably will be out for at least a week. Okay. So this Zippy guy, he's probably going to probably gonna play next week. So they had a third-string quarterback take them to overtime. They were in overtime. So they're going to – there's maybe – a. a what is it? There's about 10 seconds left in the game. They have Green Bay has them pinned deep in the end zone. So New England is punting from their back end zone line, and the snapper is around the second line. So not the usual 14 yards they have. They got right. about 10. Mm-hmm. So you know how you punt. You have your line, the one guy in the back blocking for the kicker mm-hmm. for the punter X, Y, and Z. They get it. They kick it. It's a short kick. It, it rolls a little bit, but it, the guy ends up getting it and dropping down to about the the 50-yard line with about five, uh, four seconds left. Okay. I mean, about the 50, 45-yard line around there going in. It's Aaron Rodgers, a flick of the wrist. He hits the end zone, no problem. Flag on the play by the kicker, the punter in the end zone, the Green Bay defender who came in to – get to block the punt, try to block the punt, got with the guy in the backfield, the up, the up front blocker, mm-hmm. and we're going back and forth. Ball kicked in the other hands, in the hands of um, Green Bay by this point, and he's still pushing the guy, pushes him in the back, runs up on him, hits him in the back again, throws a flag, unnecessary reference, 15 yards, puts other, Green Bay on the other side of the field, now they do a stupid little dump off and the, and the half's over and the right, game's, game's over. over overtime. They end up winning in overtime, but you have Aaron Rodgers, you have – Four or five seconds. If you get a two-yard out, you're in a potential field goal situation for Crosby. And even if you miss, you go to overtime. You go to but, overtime. But you took yourself totally out of contention. Because, again, this guy is on the – he's in the end zone pushing this guy in the back because you get a good block, oh, da, 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 you know, through him, pushing out of him again. And there you go. You screw your team because you're a bonehead and you don't understand that you are more important – you're not more important than the team. Mm-hmm. Watching uh, last night – Tampa Bay and Kansas City. Who won? Uh, Kansas City beat them. 34-24, okay. something like that. Okay. In the first quarter, already down a guard. I guess he got hurt. Kansas City. He's already down a guard. Um, was it Kansas City? No, Arizona. I'm sorry. Arizona. Arizona. Uh, Arizona's already, already down a guard. They're going against Carolina. 
they um, oh, hold on a second. Hold on. Now I'm confused. <laughs> the game last night has nothing to do with it. Okay, okay. Arizona cool. and Carolina. Okay, but Kansas City did beat Tampa yeah, Bay. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Okay. But it, they're all red, so that's what got confused. Okay. So Arizona versus Carolina, the one of the rookie got rookie linebacker grabs Connor, flips him around, flips him around, then slams him down. Mm. Guys come running, ready to fight. Uh, starting lineman, tackle, I believe, runs up, jumps between the referees, pushes the refs out of the way, goes after the guy, goes to, you know, what you doing in his face, da, da, da. they kick him out because you can't touch the referee. Uh-huh. It's a rookie linebacker versus a veteran tackle. Okay. You guard the quarterback. Right. You're a very important player. Again, that stuff doesn't happen on New England. No matter how much you want to credit Brady, credit Belichick, they don't play stupid football. Mm -hmm. You know, my dad likes to point out, watch them on the broadcast. Retired players, Willie McGinnis, um, Damian Woody, look at Rodney Harrison. What's that linebacker's name? Um, Teddy Bruschi. Bruschi, Look at Mike Vrabel coaching. These guys, when you hear them talk, they talk with confidence. They talk with intelligence. They are not bonehead players the the players that go to new england you need to have you need to have a level of intelligence because it's a very difficult playbook you can see them on the broadcast they're confident they don't waver with their opinions they're on point with their knowledge and you see them on the field they don't make bonehead mistakes you may you get beat on play sure but you don't do things that hurt your team for your personal benefit rah rah re look at me it's rare, if at all, that well, you, happens. Probably you don't last in that team. Cause I think Belichick would be a person that will cut you in a heartbeat. Yeah, you, you no one's you bigger than the think, team. You won't even think about it. Yeah, and, like, and if you act like that, you're done. Is he the general manager? Uh, maybe. Okay, but I really don't know. Uh, well, even if he doesn't have the title general manager, does he have all the power? I, I don't know. I know okay. they talk about it because they always talk about how bad his drafts are. <laughs> I remember that. They always talk about <laughs> I his drafts. I definitely remember that. Right. Yeah, his drafts are horrible. But I, I honestly, I don't know. I, I would assume that he has control, uh, but I don't know. Okay. Because, yeah, I, I, listen, I got to tell you, just the fact that you're telling me third-string quarterback going against Rodgers and it went to overtime, that to me speaks volumes. I mean, yeah. like, I'm, I'm like, blown and away. They, they was, it, was it an interesting game? Yeah. And it wasn't, like, it wasn't this super overtime. Green Bay had it, went down, didn't get it, punted it away. They were inside the five yard line, and they and and New England had to move the ball a little bit. So they moved it a little bit, but not enough to where they you know they they were running the ball with only a capacity they absolutely needed to because mm-hmm. you can see they didn't trust they didn't trust They're the rookie. Very, yeah, yet. of course he doesn't know the playbook. But right. they get the ball down and they punt it to to Green Bay inside their ten yard line. So they had to go ninety yards. Defensive stance, yeah, right. And they didn't do it. They didn't do it. And they didn't uh, do it. So again it wasn't okay. it wasn't much on the on the quarterback. They could have opened the playbook up a little more, mm-hmm. but they didn't. So it was on the defense. Hold on, hold on. I'm not giving a rag on that because yeah. wasn't it last year that New England played against somebody in the cold or the rain. I can't remember. And they only threw the ball. Buffalo in the wind. In the wind. I don't I think maybe Mac Jones threw it twice yeah, in that yeah, game. I, maybe. Yeah, I was gonna say so and they, they, and and, and they New won. England won, they right? They won, yeah. Yeah. So I don't I'm not not gonna yeah. even Because yeah. they are prepared for any situation. They're mm-hmm. not gonna always have the most talented players, but you can be you can be sure when they go to play, they're not gonna get blown out based on a stupid play, bad mistakes. They're gonna be ready to go. You know what's interesting is that I actually thought about this this morning when I was getting ready, that there are three starting quarterbacks in the NFL coming out of Alabama. Yeah. Do you know who those three are? I know it's Mac Jones, Tua, and out of Alabama. Out of Alabama. Um, okay, if I say Oklahoma, does that help you? 
Oklahoma? By uh, Alabama by way of Oklahoma. I don't know. Oklahoma, they have Colin Murray and Baker Mayfield, which I agree, which I feel ba- Baker Mayfield may be the worst quarterback I've ever seen in my life. So, interesting enough, that's what your boy, JB, his name is Jason Brown, by the way, Coach yeah. Jason Brown, and it's it's uh, Last Chance You. It's a yeah. Netflix um, um, reality show. Netflix is called Last Chance You. But, um, he he he. I mean, he absolutely rags on Baker Mayfield. Like, has no business in the NFL. No, he's the he's the worst I've ever seen. No business in the NFL. And so, but anyway, putting that to. But you know what's interesting? As bad as he is from a from a quarterback standpoint, based on what JB says, right? Coach JB says that dude made millions off of the uh, what's that commercial? Um, progressive, and I hope he does it again. He's fantastic. Yeah, I would watch him yeah, nonstop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, do where he moved from Cleveland to Progressive as home and auto. I'm gonna I'm gonna insure my van. Right. I'm gonna drive to Carolina uh-huh. in new stadium. Insure my st- like. Why have they haven't done that yet? It'd be the greatest commercial it, transition ever. It reminds me of the tennis player. Remember this? Uh, she's a, a blonde bombshell blonde. I can't um, somewhere out of Europe. Anna Kornikova. Yeah, and well, she made more. All her yeah. money she made off Endorsed of. She's not the best tennis player at, at all, all but at a all. very attractive yeah. woman, for sure. So that's funny about Baker Mayfield. But, no, I was talking about um, the 4-0 team. Um, Hurts? Hurts out of Alabama. Yeah. So I was like, man, I mean, is, is Nick Saban the quarterback whisperer? I mean, like three starting quarterbacks. I mean, and they all played Well, let's not within... get carried. Starting quarterback doesn't mean you're good. It means you're starting quarterback. You're a starter oh, on, 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 the, on the college you, team. You were high on Mac Jones, weren't you? Yeah, I, when I was high on Mac Jones as far as when they were in New England working on the offense, he was teaching Cam Newton the plays as okay. a rookie, not not the other way around. Okay. He's just an intelligent guy. Okay. Doesn't mean he's a good player. He's serviceable. He's not bad. So go, I think I'll, he could be good. Okay, so you think he as a starting quarterback he has a place in this in this league? Uh from what I saw last year, yeah. Okay. Now, so put, that's one. Two, I know how you feel about him. You feel like he's got a raw deal, and he might be too undersized in the league. I, but he, biggest thing is he's not been coached properly. Okay, so so you have sympathy for for Tua to a certain extent. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So now Hurts, we never really talked about Hurts. No, I think the problem with Hurts is is his coaching because last year I thought he was doing really good. They kept him in contain, no crazy plays, didn't run him too much. He had his timely runs when needed. But I thought Hurts would be okay if they managed in the right way. And in the beginning of the season, they were doing that. Mm-hmm. Then when they started getting behind or losing, it became more of him running around instead of good, solid quarterback play. And he'd always roll to the right, always get tackled, some, cut back. Somebody would be there to are, take are you talking about off. this year? Last year. Oh, last year. Okay. Last year. So now you, get a, now you get a tape on a guy, and it, it should be – you can contain him better. But it looks like they had it so far from what I saw, see – it looks like they had a better offseason because he is much more – He to me, looks better as a quarterback than last year. He still rolls too much for my liking, so let, so let but me, he's he's looking better because they're not still not asking him to go above and beyond. And me, that team me, beefed up that defense quite nicely. Let me inform you just a little bit more. And, and again, I learned this all from Coach JB, yeah. that this offseason, Jalen Hurts went to California, and I could tell you the quarterback name, you – Man, I, I there's say, a bunch that do that. Every I want to say Trent Dilford, it. but I don't think it's Trent Dilford. It might have been. He does stuff like in that. in L.A. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not LA, sure but where. California, but, but, but Dilford does stuff. That Eli Manning does stuff like that. It's somebody who wasn't a big star in the NFL. Yeah. But uh, but, uh, but he trains uh, professional quarterbacks. Those who can do. Those who can't teach. Okay. And well, 
obviously you can see that he's doing very, whoever he went to yeah taught him how to be a pocket quarterback and now I, I haven't watched better any, better better right yeah, he's he, not yeah you're not gonna change your stripes overnight yeah but better enough where you you as a, for as the, a from what I see it's a, it's he he looks a little more downfield a little more before he takes off and lets it to design run which to me he, is disservice to your player it is the coach calls it all the time once in a while I get it mm-hmm but also helps that that team. Have you watched a, have you watched a lot of it? No. Oh, so you don't even. Okay. We watch red zone, so it okay. bounces around. But it also helps that that team, regardless of who's back there, runs that ball effectively. Mm-hmm. Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, Gainwell, and Hurts. You throw in, you know, he should be running less, but they have a good run game. So him, he it allows him to be a little more fluid passing mm-hmm. because they drop eight guys in the box instead of six or seven. Where where he has to pass on to seven guys instead of four, it helps him out. Last thing I want to say about the importance this. of a run game. He mentioned this guy, Coach JB, says it is impossible to be a winning quarterback in this league as being a running quarterback. He he and he and he he went down the history, and the one person that he brought up that blows my mind is Randall Cunningham. Now, I don't even know mm. if you got if you ever had a chance to see Randall Cunningham play because you because you're younger. Yes, but he said that all the accolades that that Cunningham had the, the, his best year his quote unquote Super Bowl year that's yeah. the year they went undefeated with Minnesota went undefeated until yeah. they, they, they lost um, that was his best statistical year and that was the only year in his NFL career that he wasn't running I think that might have been his last year or the year before his last year yeah. but that was the only year that he wasn't a running quarterback yeah. where they actually kept him in the pocket they put, they gave him some studs on the wings you know and 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 they had the running back uh I think uh Robin, Robert, Robert Smith Robert Smith and he stayed in the pocket and Leroy and, Horde and Le- oh really that was yeah. the, that was you okay I believe and so, he yeah. and he just and he was just like not lights out quarterback. He said, "You cannot be a winner in this league if you run." I mean, you he, can't. But the problem is, people they equate stats and playoffs with when like Michael Vick got to, he beat he. Oh man, Michael Vick went to the frozen tundra at Lambeau Field and won, but he won nothing. He won a playoff game, big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, again, Cam Newton got to the Super Bowl, but Cam Newton is not not your not your typical running quarterback. Right. He's big, so he can run, he but he's not close. He's, oh, he's not goodness. taking off every time he drops back. Right. He can throw the ball a little bit. These guys take off one one read and they go. They go. Cam Newton's not like that. <clears throat> You're gonna spend this next time because I keep landing on the same ten things. Life, go to life. Team. Oh man. I wasn't prepared for that, man. We haven't had life in a long time. I know what I'm saying. Get a life. <laughs> man, my life is busy. That's what I hear. Uh, hold so on, is right. mine. We're redoing the bathroom in here. I, I wanted to ask you that. Um, is, it, is, it, is it an upgrade or something went wrong? Something and... went wrong, so we're upgrading. Okay. And you did it by yourself? Yeah. <clears throat> for the most part, yeah. Okay. Everything? Yeah. How's it going? It's going good. We need. Uh, is your dad helping you? No, no. Her her dad helped her. She bought a new toilet, so her dad helped her install that. Um, helped she, her install it. Yeah, meaning she's doing the physical labor. She may have been. I wasn't here. I went to my parents' house when they were doing it the other day. Hold on, hold on. Let's back up. Let's back up. <laughs> hold on, Liz. You don't get a bad. We've already established <laughs> you're a chauvinist. So no, she, no, 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 no. I'm not. A, she's according to you. She should I'm only be sh- cooking dinner. I'm a chauvinist. According to the last episode, well, she should be cooking what dinner. What did I say in the last episode? That no man you've ever known has cooked dinner. No, 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 no. I, I said, listen, first of all. <laughs> I'm responsible for what you say, not for what I hear. Oh, my goodness. I can't even believe But she may have been. I don't, I don't know what she's doing Hold on a second. I, I'm going to let all that go to the side. I all just right. want to know, 
Who's actually doing the work in the bathroom? Uh, uh, I, her and her dad, I so guess. So you're not doing anything in the bathroom? No, it's not my bathroom. <laughs> it's not my bathroom. If she needs help, I'll help her. I pay for the plumber to run the new lines. Right. I cut out the drywall, and me and, me and a friend of mine put the drywall back in, you know, taped okay, it up, so it up. Okay, so you did some stuff. Yeah, but no, the, like the toilet her dad is doing, because he offered to do it. Okay. I'm not too savvy with the toilet. I could watch a bunch of YouTube videos and figure it out, but if someone knows what they're doing rather than me wasting the time to learn and then do, I'd rather someone just do. What about the vanity? Uh, we bought a new one. We, I, Her and I ripped the old one out. Um, again, cut the, cut the bad drywall out, put new drywall in. She bought a new one. That's there. It's not set up yet. Okay. We're ne- we need to get... Um, it's not... So... We ripped the old vanity out. There's tile on top of tile that goes onto the concrete floor. Okay. So the vanity is about a half. It's bigger. Like the other one fit in there. They they did. It fit in the old tile and they new tiled up to the old vanity. I understand. So we took it out. This new vanity has legs on it. So three of the four lay on the tile. The back corner lays so it's, down. It's yeah. So you right. got to find someone to prop it up. But once that's done and propped in there, then the ceiling and all that stuff, and we're done. What about the tub? Tub stays how it is. There's oh, no need for no, that. You're not going to switch that up. Yeah. Because no. that's going to be hard. I, yeah, no. The whole tub thing There's, is a hard if, thing. If it doesn't need to be done, I don't think it should. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Okay. But re- redoing the vanity, she's like, well, I just get a new toilet, I guess. Go for it. She was in a way for Christmas. I'm like, listen, we're ripping the vanity out now. Just rip the toilet out. Screw it. Let's be done with it and do it all in one fell swoop. So mm-hmm. that's what we've been doing. And we've been doing it for couple weekends now but we have two upcoming weeks of no basketball on sunday so when it's time to start bringing people over to watch football we've not had anybody over for anything because liam's entire bedroom is in the house because his bedroom flooded out oh and in the living room and the bathroom now finally has a toilet in the vanity but not using but you as long as you go to the bathroom you wash your hands Mm -hmm. in the sink in the kitchen anything like that so we need to get the house cleaned up and get things going so right now, life inside the house is a little bit chaotic. So hold on. You like, uh, when you, oh, okay. I, I understand. You mean your family, being your family over to watch No, family, games. friends, all that. So you, you like um, football parties? To a certain extent. With, with people I know, yeah. Okay. I don't go to people's. I don't like other people. I like my people. Okay. My friends, my family, you okay. know, that's it. Because it's funny, because uh, yesterday, um, I, 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 a bunch of guys at church, and I said something about, me watching football, and Jeff said, "Well, I, I already know that's a lie," and and uh, and I was like, "How do you know that's a lie?" He said, "Because you just suggested that you watch football with other people, and yeah. I know that you hate watching football with other people. You know, I know I know you hate watching sports with other people." So I was like, "Oh, wow. I, I do too. Huh? <laughs> I do too. I because, and I it's kind of like politically." I know more about football than a loud person next to me does. So they're going to yell out all this random stuff, and I'm going to sit there and bite my tongue because I don't want to look like a jerk pointing out because I'm there for entertainment value. I'm not there to, to learn football. I'm there to watch. But if someone next to me is, oh, you know, I mean, it's, it's third and seven. They should definitely go ahead and do this because the guy, I'm like, I'm looking at him, whoever it is, please stop talking because you couldn't be more wrong than what you were saying right now. I, but I, don't, I think that me is not even that. Me is just that I just – I like to tune everything out. Like I'm the I'm the guy that oh, I if can. I'm watching, I can tune it out. 
you have to yell at me to get my attention. Yeah, you me know? too. I, and I, I can and I, zone I, out. I really just want to zone out. And so when I'm around other people, I don't get a chance to zone out. I can't daydream about the game, you know. I don't know why I, 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 huh? I zone out. You don't care about other people? No, screw them. But, I'm watching football. And so that's why that's one of the reasons why I don't like going to the games, any game. Because I like being in my house, alone, yeah. in my room, or wherever I'm watching it, and just focusing on what I'm focusing on. Yeah, no, I, I, I like that. <clears throat> I have, like, again, it's my friends. We're going to talk crap. We're going to have a few beers, eat, go in the pool. And like, now at the pool here, so it's a big, you know, it's a big thing. And the TV on the outside, the TV that I use in here to do the reaction videos is in the living room because we put on Red Zone Channel, we put on on our big TV, we put on Red Zone Channel. On the small TV to the side, I put the Bills game on. So we have two TVs in the living room to watch the football. When people come over, we'll probably – and another reason is we went swimming the other day, me, Liam, and Briella, like a couple of days after the hurricane. There's still rainwater in the pool. It is ice cold. Mm. So I'm like, all right, we're now in, no, in October, month maybe tops. It's going to be No more cold. swimming. Yeah. yeah. So I've got two weeks of no basketball. So I'm going to have people come over with the outside TV and then bring the other TV outside. So I have the fire stick. I have a, I have wireless boxes for drag TV. Mm-hmm. So I have two TVs outside, Bill's Game for sure, and then the Red Zone chance for people to watch and mingle and go from there. Did you move your office out of there? Like the, the space which you had for your office, is it gone? Yeah, it's just it, well the computer's still there. Like everything is still there except for the computer stuff is in here now. Oh, okay, so you haven't even you haven't reappropriated that room. No, that's just a regular room for just stuff. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a weird it's a weird wasted room. Okay. It's because I was thinking strange. like I can see TVs in there. Like I can see an extension of the living room. Oh no, Amy would kill me. She she doesn't like the when I bring the doesn't doesn't like the second TV. She looks at me like okay, I get it. But when uh, when the game's one, over, take right. it out. Oh okay. Because no, okay. I have a third one in here too. Okay. I have another TV I want to put out on the outside. I want okay. I want two permanent TVs outside, and this one here I can move around. She will not let me put the third second TV outside. <laughs> so, you know, as long as I can bring one out and put it back in, uh-huh. she probably have no problem with it. Right. But when I have it set up, because one, one faces, you know, where am I? One faces this way, straight. Then I could put the other one angled out this way. So we'd have a cross. You know, one facing left and one, one facing east, one facing north. And you'd be able to watch from any angle. But she won't let me do that. So <clears throat> I had a note under life. Yeah, and I'm not really sure where I was going with it when I put this note down, but <clears throat> I think it'd be interesting just to see where this conversation goes. It, what I wrote down is what's American culture? Like, what what would you say if you had to describe America? And listen, take all the garbage that we that that we rail against, put all that to the side. But you know, if you had to be proud of being an American, yeah, what would you say is like this is what being American is? Mm, I don't know. Too too complex a, a question. No, I'm just trying to. I'm trying to uh, <clears throat> make sure I have the time set here. I didn't set the clock yet. Oh, you did. <laughs> yeah, but I think we talked for about five minutes. I don't know. I don't so, know. So yeah, we can go. Okay. 10. Um. What's what's America? What American? What's American culture like? The United States of America. What's American culture like? Like, what is it that we believe in? Let me let me tell you why. why let me tell you where I'm going with this. Yeah, because to me, yeah. it's freedom, pretty much, is what with American Free- culture. Yeah, freedom. you're right to do what you want within the within the, the you, rules. Would you say we're rebel, rebels? Would you say would you throw that in there? Like no. we're rebels? No, not at all. Okay. The the reason I'm, I want, the where I'm going with this is that I actually looked up the word culture yeah. to have an understanding of what culture meant, and it and it talks about like you know 
uh, in varying varying degrees depending on the the size. Meaning, like, let's say a business organization, a a a, a, a college campus, you know, a country. You know, yeah. I mean, the group can vary in size. But bottom line is, when you have a group that has um, shared virtues, shared um, there's a there's a com there's a common thing or idea that they all believe in and share and, and they try to advance that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, what is our culture? Like every country has their own culture. Every country has something that's like this is quintessential who we are and what it, what is ours, you know? And yeah, I would, then I have would, we lost it? I would say freedom for sure. Um and so if freedom is our culture, if that if that's the the number one word that we would use to describe who we are um are we losing it and that's very interesting because i never even thought that you would have thought freedom I, that's not even a word that came into my mind but i think it's it's accurate like we are pers- we are a group of people who pursues it almost at all cost but are we losing that are we are we a country that are are on the fringe of losing our identity losing our losing our culture because right now we are there are other things that are becoming part of our culture like um if you if you look at freedom for example how where does where does the line stop at freedom and then on the other side of freedom we become um a like a dictator not even a dictator but we become we lose our freedom and here's an example of that the whole trans movement mm-hmm. let's use that for example if you said that freedom, that our culture was freedom, you would say, okay, well, we're free to be trans, yeah. right? And I guess you and I would agree that, yeah, you, you're free to be trans, you want to be trans. Yeah. But w- there's a line there where it's like, okay, you're free to be trans, but you're not free to say anything negative about the trans person. And I feel like that, that our, in the name of freedom, to be able to say that Billy's free to be trans that we are losing our freedom because we now can't say anything. Uh, the person who's, who doesn't agree with trans, you know, transgenderism can't say anything about it because if they do, now they'll be canceled, they'll get fired. You know, All sorts of bad repercussions will now happen yeah. to that individual. And so, like, are we really free? And so that's where my idea of, like, you know, are we losing who we really are? You know? Going back to Harris, the guy Harris, he, like when the guy asked him a question. So, uh, for the and then for the sake of democracy, you're willing to subvert some democracy. Yeah, you know, and that's that's where I'm at with this. Oh, I mean, the problem with that is you have the the you have freedom, but people. Let's see, I'm going to phrase this. There's you if you want to be trans, be trans. If you want to tell someone, you know, I disagree with you, you should be have the right to do that. There needs to be a and there is, but there's not. There needs to be a set. This you these are the rules. That's it. Now f- going from down here you can do whatever you want, but these are the rules. And if you have free speech, then yeah, I can say you're not you're not a trans you're not a man if you're born a woman. But because of these rules, you have the right to to change and do what you want to do. But but keep in mind, these rules are for both people. So constitution, whatever you want to call it, but you there there needs to be like with school. If you want to be able to, if you want to come to school dressed at, you know, if you are going through the procedure being trans and X, Y, and Z, sure, we have a dress code. No spaghetti straps, no open-toe shoes, no, you have to follow the rules. Just because you're trans doesn't mean the rules don't apply to you because mm-hmm. everyone else has to follow them. So as long as you have a very, 
and I've said that I've long said this about freedom, the consequences need to be extremely high if you violate that freedom. Not, well, you know what, he's free to go out, he made a bad mistake, let's let him go out, you know, he won't do it again. Okay, great. But if you bring the hammer down that first time, odds are they're not going to screw up a second time. Mm-hmm. So to me, as, as free, the, the freer you are, the freer, the freer you are, the harder the punishment has to be when you violate that freedom. And then it'll keep it balanced. Depending, and again, the, uh, the harsher you violate, the murder, you need to be held equally as accountable. Calling somebody an asshole, hey, come on, man, be better. And let it go. No big deal. Okay. You know? Now, I want to know, you said something that, I, it's, it was so simple. If you simple. say religion, I'm going to turn off the, no, no, no. I'm going to turn so, off the recording. It was, it was so simple, what you just said. Yeah. But at the same time, I think it's profound. Well, because the liberals no, hold on, hold on. don't me, want it. Let me they tell don't you, want let me us tell to what have you that said. lifestyle. Let me tell you what you said. You yeah. said the rules apply for everyone. Yeah. And I and that I think is why I think we're losing our freedom. Because no, because I agree we're, with you. We're, they're we're not applying place, them to everybody. They're not applying to everybody. Yeah. They're saying like, yes, you transgender get to use these set of rules. Yeah. But you person who doesn't agree with transgenderism you can't use these rules yeah that's and, that's and, BS, and that's man. where we are right now as a country and 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 going back to life whether you whether we realize this or not the united states we are exporting this this ideology we are exporting we're we are trying to change the world to look more like this we're, we are on the on the front lines of this and it's like and, and there's so many ways that we do it but bottom line is Dude, I don't want to lose our culture. I want Americans to be Americans. And I don't and whether you're a transgender American, I keep using that word, but I just want to use one example so we don't get too complex here. But whether you're a transgender American or whether you are a, a, a straight American or something stop, in between. You can, you can have culture by stop classifying people as Americans. You live in America. You're rather you're transgender than a transgender American. Well, what I'm saying to well, here's the difference. Because American is is saying American is totally different than saying Russian, or saying you know uh, British, or mm-hmm. saying uh, Somalian. You know, they all all of them have their own independent, unique culture about where where they're from. Yeah, and we did till about 30, 40 years ago when the Democrats. But Clinton that's what I'm saying. I want to go back. I want to go back to being Americans, where we can all agree that yes, we're proud to be American. Like we love this country. We want to see the it people stand. who who rail against it aren't are proud of it because they've never been or open minded enough to know the rest of the world sucks for lack of a better term. Like I, I put out a meme the other day, the capitalist, the socialist in the capitalist society. And it broke down like $100 Ray-Ban sunglasses, drinking Starbucks on the iPhone while reading, you know, smash capitalism. And then it cuts to another person of the capitalist in a socialist country. And the guy's in there holding his daughter poor. Like the, these people don't know what reality is. They can rail against whatever they don't like because they've never been someplace where they're not allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. They don't know anybody who's been someplace where they're not allowed to do that to gain perspective. They don't watch the news, watch movies, whatever it is. They live in a bubble. Like, I don't need to go to Afghanistan to know they're, they hate women over there. I, can, I watch the news. So I, I have an appreciation for our freedoms here. A woman can do whatever she wants. But do so they- when these clowns mm. come out and say, oh, oppressive women, you know, are you kidding me? Over there... Death is better than being a woman in that part of the world. So you can't tell me that you're oppressed women here. The rest of the world, I would say 25% of the world sees women as worse than trash on the floor. No questions about it. That's why they cover their face. They're not allowed to show it. Because then not only will they be punished, 
Their whole family will be punished. So these people have no perspective. They're allowed to say what they want. It's funny. With no, just, with no repercussions. Just recently in the news, I don't know if it was Iran. It could have very well been Iran where, or Afghanistan, I can't remember, but I think it was Iran where a guy killed a woman because she wasn't, she didn't cover her face properly enough. Yeah. And so he ended up killing her. No questions asked. But the people were outraged by it, but the law is like, yo, you yeah. know what I'm saying? This is how we do things here. Yeah. You know you know where we stand with yeah. this issue. I'm laughing about it, but it's not funny. You know, they, they literally, he, he got away with killing a woman. Yeah, because a regular, women are nothing A regular there. guy. Not not like a, yeah. not like it was her husband, you know what I'm saying, or a police officer or anything like that, but just a regular guy who had the, the duty to enforce the policy of you need to dress a certain way, you know, yeah. and you're not dressed that certain way. It didn't so make it wrap it back up, right. literally off of your head. That's what happened. Right. Nah, bro. But over here, because like gay day parade, you can't run down the street with a dildo on your forehead, you're oppressed. Mm -hmm. No, you're an asshole. That's why you can't do it. So perspective is a, is a big deal. It's a big deal when it comes to recognizing just how much freedom that we have. Because if you have no perspective, now, I say that, but at the same time, I'm like... Is, you can't say you don't have freedom, right? I mean, there's nothing that you can't do in this country. The simple fact that you can say you don't have freedom means you have Me it. means you have freedom, and exactly. That, and that's like, if you can't figure that out, right. you have a problem in your world. Right. So, And if you want to keep your opinions to yourself, be close-minded. That's fine by me. Just don't spout your nonsense at the top of your lungs for everyone to listen to. Because you're wrong, and if we rebut, we get in trouble. So screw you and shut up. I want my I want our culture back. I want it back. There so you go bad. spin this thing, see what you get. Okay. <clears throat> it's the first time I touched it. It's pretty f this uh, that shake at the bottom the screws always come loose okay. on the bottom. So right. I gotta do a better Here job. I gotta go. screw them back in. That was fun. That was a good it is, right? It's very it's a fun that was feeling. Very, very fun. That's quite a spin. Good job. Open topic. Here we Open go. Open topic. Whatever you want to go. Hey, did you uh Remember I said we have to we have to play this. Listen, yeah. you you sent me a text this morning and I didn't see it till I was driving, so I didn't get a chance to de decompress. And so I didn't send it this morning then because I don't think I sent you a text until uh, maybe yesterday possibly. Oh man, it was. Hold on, hold on, hold on, guys. This is important. So give me a second to figure out what did Billy send me. You said uh, I sent. No, you it was this morning. Seven fifty two. We can find it. How about the beginning? If he's telling you what's going on, you should probably listen. That's I didn't say that this morning, but no, remember you had read the speechless or something. You were like, the madman is telling you what they're gonna do. You probably should listen to him, right? So the so the video we showed, like Putin, like um, we're talking about Putin the other day. Putin's got nukes. He's gonna do this. He's gonna do that. And they the video we saw it was a Joe Rogan clip where the guy had mentioned he's like people say Hakim bin Laden attacked America and the Clintons, the media, they're saying because they hate freedom. And and the guy he's interviewing was like, no. You brought your Western philosophy over here. We don't want it. You, we, we said, stay away from this province. You came over here and did it. He goes, so I'm telling you why I am bombing you, why I'm going to come after America. You're not listening to me. And again, and the guy's like, not to justify what he did. And we, obviously, we shouldn't have to justify it either. It's all horrible stuff. But when the media is telling you, no, it's because of our freedom, and the madman who did it is saying, no, you brought your philosophy over here when we told you not to, that's why we're pissed off. So the guy brought up um, Putin. Apparently, way back when, there was they signed something. You don't touch Ukraine. Ukraine can't go to NATO. Those are the two, two stipulations to end the war. 
or to, to prevent the war from starting. Don't enter NATO and some sort of something near Russia should be left alone. Well, America, the Westerns, they said, no, no, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. I guess that was when Clinton or Obama was in. So uh, fast forward 10, 20 years, everything he said, no, don't do, we've done, so including me, try to get Ukraine in NATO. And now when he's going to at war, you're like, oh, it's because X, Y, and Z. No, he told you for 30 years, don't do this. So listen. And I'll, they kept pushing him. I, I'm going to give you a little bit of backstory and then play this for you real quick. Yeah. But listen, just to clear it up. It was 1991 when Russia, when USSR failed. Yeah, yeah, right? that's when it was. Okay, yes. 1991 when USSR failed. But part of the agreement around USSR deconstructing was that okay, listen, because we're deconstructing, all these Western territories are now going to become independent countries. But that those in, those independent countries they offer a barrier or buffer between Russia and Europe. Yeah. Okay, because Europe is uh, united around a NATO. That there are an alliance that says, okay, we will fight war together as a country. So there was this line of countries that are going to be that were going to be created because uh, USSR failed and and they wanted assurances that if we let this go and we let communism go, that you will not infringe on our buffer zone, like yeah. our three feet, okay? And what, what, what we learned in this clip was that <laughs> as soon as they, the, the, the ink, ink didn't even dry, dry, they were bringing in and they were already... Some sort of missiles uh, or something uh, that can be shot either way, uh, at, and, yes. and Russia's like, yo, what the hell are you doing? So, and again, gonna, we're, not, we're not justifying Russia's no, 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 mentality, but the point of this is when the madman tells you why he's doing it, you should listen to him, not American media saying, oh, because he's mad at this and that. No, he told you for 20 plus years, 30 plus years, stay the hell away from here. And we kept coming over there. So I'm going to play this. Now, Billy sent this to me and, I, and I'm and i sure you played, you sent it to me because of what we talked about on Friday. But you sent this to me and I, I already sent it out to multiple people. I'm like, you see, here's the evidence. But here's something I want to, we always talk about the fact in, in, in the show that it's not what it appears to be, right? Like, there's there's more to the story than the story. And this clip I'm going to play to you was in 2014. 2014, it was on a late night show, the Stephen Colbert. Stephen Colbert show, and this and the guy who's speaking is a policy guy from. Uh, 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 it'll, it'll tell you, but you're going to hear what the conversation is about, and then we'll just end it. We'll tighten it up at the end. And the challenge here. The challenge here is to try to attract it to the West, to get it to flip sides. So the, the rebels in the streets, what are they fighting for? They're fighting for a better future. Countries have a development. That sounds like a political speech. Like, no, but it's actually really... Really... Countries have to develop over time. And Ukraine, basically, after it, the uh, end of the Soviet Union, faced two tracks. It could stay a sort of stagnant, corrupt, authoritarian country tied to Russia, or it could essentially join the West. It could modernize, liberalize, become a democracy. Uh, at the last minute, when it looked like it was going to trade up from its sort of uh, uh, abusive relationship with its boyfriend from the hood to a, a nice yuppie. Uh, uh, You're not loading these choices no, in any way it's whatsoever. Actually, <laughs> it's actually true. When it looked like it was going to trade up to a better uh, environment, uh, at the last minute, Putin offered a bribe. How much? Uh, Fifteen billion. Uh, That's a lot of cash. It's man. a lot of cash. And the president, who himself was tied to the old elites and the eastern part of the country with ties to Russia, decided to back off the change and go. Do you know join how Russia. many pirate-themed restaurants you can buy with fifteen billion dollars? The problem.
problem was the western parts of the country and the younger parts of the country and the more modern liberal parts of the country basically knew that they had no future being Russia's, Russia's vassal. Do and we, so they took to the streets. Is America taking sides in this in any way? If, if these people, if the, the rebels are winning right now, right? Yes, just so recently. Why isn't Obama spiking the ball in the end zone and calling Putin and saying, hey, you might have won the medal count, but we won the country count, biatch. <laughs> It's actually a very good question, and the answer is that we don't want Russia to intervene and kick over the table like a game of risk and take Ukraine back. And so could they we, do that? Could he send in troops? Yes, he could. So we are choosing. So listen, I, first of all, I got to tell you this. Colbert was funny, man. I laughed a couple of times in that clip, man. Uh, uh, and, and it's politics, and I take politics very seriously. <clears throat> I don't want to hear any jokes, but he actually made me laugh a couple of times. Well, he said he had the right. He's given the right analogy, right? But anyway, so here's what's in, there's more to this and um, to this clip. But I only played that part because here's what I, here's the point I want to make to you. This is 2014. That's by my count at least a uh, seven, eight years before the war started in Ukraine. Eight years. And and this guy, this policy guy, is already telling you that at that time, eight years ago, there was already conflict, yeah. and and Russia was telling him like, what the heck, you know? What I'm saying they he even paid the government of Ukraine, don't do this. Instead of going to war, he gave them money and yeah. said, don't do this, don't 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 answer to those flirtations by the West because it's going <laughs> to cause problems. And now you fast forward, and here we are in the middle of war, and everyone's acting like. Yo, what's up with what's up with Putin? And Putin's been telling you for at least eight years, what the heck are you doing? Yeah, You're breaking the agreement it. that we had. Yeah, it's signed. And it, it wasn't like it, what came out around a few months back was, you know, that we want them to join our 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 religion, all this other stuff. You know, who knows how true that is? But here he's saying, don't join the West and we'll have no problems. That's it. That's all we're saying. Just keep our life here. Don't join them, and we're good. And I'm even giving you billions of dollars to, make to do sure. what you're already doing. Hold on. And so one of the things that I didn't play for you, and this is really why I believe Russia was so aggressive. And this is what, and and I'll just give you the information. Th this thing that happened in 2014, or no, uh, yeah, in 2014, or soon thereafter, no, I'm sorry. The new government that took place, remember when Trump got into trouble because he was saying, hey, I want you to do an investigation, I want you to do an investigation, uh, we're talking to the new Ukraine president? Yeah. Well, before that happened, there was a coup in Ukraine. I didn't even know about it. Yeah. Hey, look at me, Mr. Politician, uh, Mr. Political Guy, and I didn't even know about it. There was a coup in Ukraine where they, the government that was there got toppled. Who was behind the toppling of that government? The United States. Yeah. The United States was in power, was in, was responsible for toppling the government so that they could put in a pro-American government. Russia's looking at looking at this and saying, "What? Like, not only are you flirting with them, but now you 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 know you're you're accosting them. You're not just flirting. Yeah. Now you're accosting and saying, hey, come here. I want you.'" Navy, listen to the clip. the The guy on the Joe Rogan show was talking about it. He was like. You know, Obama was doing this stuff. They keep saying no. They, they get this government in there. Trump's like wants to investigate him. So they, they impeach Trump because Trump appar apparently gave the weapons to Ukraine. After the, well, well, At, well that, that, I guess he's saying that's was, why there was the was, impeachment was taking place. The, 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 the whole trade giving um, um, weapons to Ukraine was already in the works. Yeah. 
Obama held it up because yeah. Obama knew what he did. He no, knew for sure. the whole toppling of the government was already aggressive enough. I don't want to. I don't want to push Putin yeah. too far. But Trump comes in. Maybe the ignorant guy, maybe not knowing the full scope of what was happening. Well, it was early on in his presidency. Right. We know for two years he was weeding out people giving him false information. Right. He might have taken information that made sense. Mm -hmm. uh, let's help these guys out. So they impe impeached Trump over something Obama did. We know for a fact Obama did it. And listen to the guy. They were in bed with them under Obama's thing. Joe Joe Biden was the point man. The point man. He's, he's gone. So what do we do? They take his son and put him in this ridiculous position and they're still able to go back and forth. Now, who has to get into office next time around? Biden. And we'll look what's happening. They continue with taking over Ukraine. So this is interesting because you said this multiple times in this show, multiple times, multiple times that the whole thing that's going on in Ukraine part in, in part has to deal with the cover up. Whatever, whatever was going on during Obama's time yeah. had to be covered up, right? It had to be. Why else would you be doing this? But I can tell you, I'll, I'll add to that. I'll, I'll say, okay, there's some truth to what you just said, but I'll add to that saying that Putin's been angry for a long time. Yeah. And his, his rage against Ukraine and the United States has been going on for a long time. And I believe that by Biden being a the president, and he's like, hold on a second, you're the rat bastard who overthrew, you were part of overthrowing the government that was down yeah. with me that I paid $15 billion yeah. to. You were part of that. So, A, so now you're the president. So I, I already, I got some issues now. So yeah. that means something's going to happen. And then two, what happened in Afghanistan? They saw the frailty and the weakness of the United States response in Afghanistan. And I believe that the crazy man Putin, and I do think he's a crazy man, but the crazy man Putin said, okay, if there's going to ever be a time for me to make, make my point clear, now is the time. But I ended with saying this. We caused this to happen. We and not and not just the United States, but the West in general caused this to happen. And and now we're reaping the rewards of what we did. And we got a crazy man that has the second largest stockpile of nuclear weapons. Yeah. Who's saying he refuses to lose. That if this does not go well, he will drop nukes. Yep. And when we as a country are we are, is our mind open? Do we see it? Do we understand just how duplicitous our politicians are? Just how the globalists and 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 the leftists together they're in cahoots, they're a cabal, and they and they do not care about us, and 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 they're setting the stage for a, a nuclear war. Why? And that's the question. I was I was processing this all driving over here. Yeah. What what do we have to gain by this? Why are we trying so hard we'll to move? Well, I'm saying the United States, the West. Why are we trying so hard to get these nations to become part of NATO? Well, no, no, why no, I don't say we as in we, me and you, or we as in America. It's the political elites. They have something to gain. They. Well, that's what I'm saying. What? What is that they have who to knows? gain? Biden is still covering up whatever he's done over there. That's my opinion anyway. Because the because Clinton's our, did it. You our, know, our our entreaty to the to the. Eastern uh, European nations started from the very beginning. I mean, so we're talking about Bush. We're talking yeah. about Reagan, Bush. That's how far back this goes. Yeah. Again, what what is it that we had to gain? I'm still trying to process that because we are we are really at the brink of some a serious war, you know, between the nations. And it's like, I mean, you why? could we people like to say that we go to uh, the middle the Middle East for um, oil for oil. Russia has a decent amount of oil that we could be setting we, up to, we to have, take over. Who knows? We, we have Who knows? oil. But again, this was going back, we said, with Reagan and Bush, you know, 30, 40 years ago, right. 50 years 
Who knows? Who knows what their motivation could have been? There's no way that they could ever thought that they could defeat Russia. There's no way that a logical person would think that. <laughs> but I'm saying, but we are supposed to be the ones of logic, right? Well, we're not. We are. But the collect. But the, when you get to a certain level and power gets to your head, when you think you're invincible, you know who are who are you to say you're not going to lose? You've never lost before. You've never been caught no, cheating. No, You've never talking, lost the we're, fight. We're talking, whatever it look, is. M- Mano a mano, we can. I think we can destroy Russia without question. But yeah. we're talking about nukes. No one wins with nukes. You're talking about a, a, well, a dictatorship. When, you, when you're that okay has to rule over weapons. ashes and you know where the bunkers are, what do you care? So you think that we have that 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 our the elites the have, elites that? have that mindset? Yeah, they have it <clears throat> for sure. We're dude. We're just pawns. We're we're the next stepping stone to get to the next thing, so they can stay in power. That's all we are. <clears throat> There's a great uh, clip in one of these Tom McDonald songs. It's like you go to vote and you win still everybody loses. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it doesn't matter who you vote for because they're all going to say the right thing. You're going to get, the, you know, you're going to see the, the shiny keys dingling, jang- jangling on TV. And you're going to be like, yeah, we won. We got this. We got that. Gas prices coming down. But we just sold 10 Apache, you know, helicopters to China. So, yeah, we did a good, we, we, we see the good, cool thing here. But what's going on behind closed doors, we'll never know. Like, I think you told us or, or a video you saw or something, you think you know how deep the government goes, but you have absolutely no idea. No idea. So no idea. You just got to, you guys know. guys are entrenched. You got to cross your fingers and hope for the best. So so what's our hope? What's the hope that we give to we the people? It, it, like, you have I, to, I mean, honestly, you have to keep voting and hope the people getting in are not power-tripping psychos, which is why Trump's been going around endorsing the candidates he feels are the best because they're not entrenched politically. For They're not lifers. They're not part of the machine. Nancy Pelosi has been in, in, in her position or politics more than half the, her, her no, life. Her whole life. Her she saw her dad. I mean, <clears throat> she's a part of the dynasty. You know, Newsom yeah. is, is her nephew. Probably. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, it's part, it's part That's of my point. Dynasty, Trump's right. getting all these people in who have their, their want is what the people want, not their personal wants. So, oh, man, I want to continue talking about life. And and Newsom is a big part of it, but let's see what let's spin. Let's see, let's see what happens. For spin. Let's see what happens. You can bring it back at the end. Okay. I feel like a kid at a candy store. It's fun, man. Oh, it's open, open again. again. You want go me to do it? Any- no, go. It's open. Okay, so open let- covers everything. If we get stuck with the same like okay, quote okay. unquote topic so listen, again, a couple of weeks ago, I said to you that. And, and I was talking about where all the violence is happening. And I said that all the violence is, all the violence is exclusively in Democrat strongholds, right? Yeah. But then either on the show, on air, or later on, I started thinking about it. And I was like, hold on a second. We live in a Democratic stronghold. Like we, South Florida, for the most part, you know, Palm Beach, Broward County, and most of Dade are, are Democratic strongholds, right? Yeah. But we don't deal with that kind of violence. In fact, I said to you that we have a stronger backbone. We, we have a, we have a stronger. Who, we say we. Who's Florida? We? You see, the standards come out the other day. If you loot, we shoot. No, <laughs> you didn't see that. No. Yeah. Are if, you serious? I swear to God. Oh my If goodness. you loot, we shoot. Oh, that is awesome, man. Keep 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 going. Go okay, to your okay, point. I'm okay. gonna find it. I want any oh dead air. Oh my goodness, man. Oh man, that is awesome. Anyway, I was I was gonna say, um, but we live in a in a democratic stronghold, and yet we don't experience that type of violence that we're seeing, like in Memphis or Chicago or Baltimore. 
or, or, or Portland or the likes, right? And then I realized, okay, well, all what all these country, what all these cities have in common are that they're minority cities, they're majority minority cities, yeah. right? So this is where they cultivate their violence is with the minorities, okay. I, so all that was there. I put that on the shelf for a second. Then I thought about Gavin Newsom. And I'm like, why is Gavin Newsom... Like, if you guys, if you think about California, California is literally a one-party state. Yeah. There, there is no opposition voice. The opposition over there is just is is, is just make-believe or is, is just, you know, a veil. It's, it, is, it is not reality. The opposition, the Republican Party, can do nothing in California. So everything that happens in California is because the, the Democrats are in control from top to bottom, and they will it to happen. Yeah. Okay? And so my question is, how can a person who runs California, we already know his track record, how could he, A, actually become president? Like, you know, you see, you see all the reports that he's going to run for president, right? So how he's going to run for president, and B, how is it that people still elect him? Meaning that he got recalled, and they still got reelected. Now, I will tell you that the rules for recall are, are all in the favor of the incumbent. I yeah. mean, they really, really make it so that it's very hard to unseat um, a and, – and they change the rules. The Democrats change the rules just for that purpose yeah. to make it very hard. But regardless, how is it that he got reelected? And this is what I thought of. The same way that here in South Florida, where we live, mm -hmm. where Democrats, like you said the other day, that you have some de Democrats who run unopposed, right? Yeah. Why is that? Because the Democrats who live here may just be the, the classical liberals, right? Yeah. Not, and not even deep into politics. And all they know is that my life is good. I got a nice home. I got a pool in the backyard. I, my kids go to a school. You know what I'm saying? Like no one, I get, I don't get snatched out of my car. There's no violence around yeah. me. So I keep doing what I've always been doing. So they don't see the damage that the Democrats are doing because it's not, it goes back to like the migrants. You don't see, uh, it's like herd immunity. M migrants coming over yeah. until I drop them at your doorstep. No, it's like herd immunity. You're allowed to be unvaccinated, free, because if, if everyone around you is following the rules. So you're allowed to be a brain dead liberal in South Florida because we're predominantly conservative and we keep things in check. So you're allowed to, to do what you want because it's not going to see the light of day to a certain extent. In California, they do what they want. No one's holding them in check, and you can see that they're, they're you know, they're crapping on the streets, and it's no big deal. But, uh, but that's that's the question I'm asking you. Do they see it by and large? So the, the, no, the ones the they, ones in the city, no, they, they, they don't. see it right. Their news, but the other ones, no, the news they're watching doesn't show it. Right. They just say, you know, we're helping the homeless by, you know, granting their tents as as households. You know, therefore they can't be evicted or thrown out. Well, okay, good, we're helping the homeless. They don't see that the toilet is right next door, right next to their tent on the floor where thirty other homeless people just go, you know, <laughs> to the restroom right there. Right. So no, they don't see it. Fox will show it. Newsmax may show it, but they're not watching those shows. And they're not watching C and they're watching CNN, who is not showing the disgusting things going on. It, it's the reason why Joe Rogan, super liberal himself, it's the reason Joe Rogan left California was they're allowing homeless people to defecate all over the street, and no one said anything about it. They don't care. The, they're, they're, I saw somebody uh, he interviewed some guy about how bad California is. If I'm misremembering, is someone can look it up. No, oh. Joe Rogan was inter interviewing okay. somebody. It's like a two hundred thousand dollar a year. They spend on the homeless 
cleanup or something like that. The government, $200,000, $200 million, for someone that, like that. city. To, to, to clean up the homeless. Okay. They're just to a foundation to clean it up. Mm-hmm. Yet it's worse than it's ever been. But somebody is making or spreading around $200 million plus dollars to do nothing. I saw a video of Gavin Newsom when he was running for mayor of San Francisco. Yeah. And he was a much younger version of him. Again, good looking guy. And he had like flow charts, whatever. And he was talking about how he's going to tackle the homeless problem. And even you remember when you played that clip from uh, Family Guy where you say nothing, you say a lot, but you actually say nothing. Yeah. That's what I thought of when I heard him. I'm like, no one is even listening to what he's saying because they're looking at this polished guy with his two thousand dollars suit, his slick back hair. It's what the and Democrats he, and he's do. saying nothing, and he of course he won. They're right? charismatic. They but the but the homeless problem in San Francisco is worse after him being in office. Because if you fix it, you can't run on it. Well, but that's the thing. It goes back to all this started off with how come. Democrats keep voting for this. And and it goes back to they must not see it. They must be so unaware. They must live in such a bubble okay. that they're unaware of what's going on around them. You know, like San Francisco is a big city. So, I mean, like I, I'm, I'm thinking San Francisco proper, like a downtown. Yeah. Maybe that's jacked up. But if you if most of the Democrats don't go downtown, they don't know how bad it is. Like in their suburb no, yeah. where you're, they live, When you're life living is behind good. a gated community, you're not going to go in, in the slums and see what's going on. And again, your your news source is not going to tell you what's going on. Assuming that you even watch news. True. Ima- imagine if you're a person who, like, okay, you got basketball on Sundays, you got uh, ballet on Tuesdays, you yeah. know, you got all these things that are going on my in your life. My dad says all the time, my aunt, when, when Clinton was being investigated for raping a bunch of women, she couldn't believe she, what is all this? She had no idea. And he's like, you got to change your news station. No, it's just the one Lewinsky girl. No, he's a perv. He's been raping and harassing women for years. Where'd this come from? It's been going on for for months upon months this, upon this months. This is his sister. Yeah, she she's liberal with with no uh, no uh, attention at whatsoever. Right. Anything other than brain dead liberalism. Okay. Which is weird because she doesn't believe in social programs. She believes the border can be flooded, no problem. She's the one with abortion is her her primary issue. No, not at all. I don't which, even think she, I don't think she cares about. Which there's just one issue that she has that she stands on. I have no idea what it is. She would elect Hillary Clinton, even if Hillary Clinton stabbed somebody in her maybe neck that, in front of her face. She would still vote for. Her I remember and say, you well, said, I, "Well, man, maybe I'm, th- I'm confusing you with Jeff." Someone told me yeah, they no, have a friend man. who was a one uh, issue. Uh, person, no, not you know, me. and like everything else is Republican except for this one issue, and that's why they vote on that side. And oh my- no, my friend, yeah, I have a friend who does that. He's super religious, um, uh, da, 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 like works hard, church on Sundays, um, marriage for like all this stuff, but no person should have X amount of money, so he votes Democrat. That's every the single why. time. Yeah, he actually saw one of our videos on Facebook, on um, Instagram, um, YouTube the other day. He goes, "You got a YouTube channel." I'll like it and send all my liberal friends to you. I was like, <laughs> bring them on. Oh, my goodness. So so really and truly, this is not about trying to bash any one, any one side necessarily. I mean, I, I do believe that the leftist hates this country, hates sure. our culture, wants to rewrite it for sure. And the problem is those people think they're in the crew. They think if they get a socialist way of life that they're going to reap the benefits of it. And they don't And realize, they're not. Right. They are nobody. They're just like us to the elites. And the elites are on both sides. Elites, again, it's not party specific. It's not. It's the elites. And then the rest of us, so, not party specific. So the 70%, which in, which brings in, in fact, let me say this real quick. I was listening to uh, Dave Rubin, and there's there was a thing called National... 
National Conservative Conference. It's, yeah. it's international. It's not just, it's not, the word national doesn't refer to America. It refers to individual countries and their conservative values, trying to okay. maintain their conservative values in their nation. But it, So it's called National Conservative Conference, but it's an international thing. And, um, and Dave Rubin was arguing the point or asking, like, huh, this tent, this, this conservative tent is becoming wider. So you got the gays coming in to this tent, you know. You have the pro-abortionists coming into this tent, you know. All under all under the guise of conservatism because we're trying to conserve our culture, kind of trying to conserve what we think is right. Yeah. And we see that the left is going so far with so far away, like what the heck's going on? And he's making the argument and this nat and the NCC is making this argument that look, for right now we have a common enemy. Can we take out that common enemy and after that we can figure out, okay, like where do we go from here? Because if we don't, we'll have nothing. Yeah. You know, you person who's just left of center will have nothing. And you person who's just right of center will have nothing. Because the person who's super left of center is trying to destroy it all. Yeah. And so this conversation that we're having is for the left of center to right of center. That, that, that 70% bubble. What do we have to do to come together? Like, what do we have to do to get you to stop voting for Democrats, because they even in your city, even if your city is fine, it 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 it, it actually matriculates up because these same politicians will one day get into a national get more power and then get to a place where they have national uh, influence. Yeah. And when they get to that place, we're all screwed. They vote based on their personal feelings, not what you think, and they'll they'll find a way to mask it where you think it's your idea. But it's really their idea, and they're going to vote for what suits them long term. Uh, yesterday, which issue is more politically potent in the midterm elections, inflation or abortion? 59,866 votes when I screenshotted this. 79.7% said inflation. 20.3% said abortion rights. Um, gender inflation, 75% was women, 24% was abortion rights for women. Hold Men, on, hold on. I want to make sure I understand that. What in, in, when, in when, when you broke down the women, how much was inflation? 75.6%. Okay. Got it. For the abortion rights for women, is 24.4%. Men, 83%. Inflation, 17% abortion rights. Um, ages, over, uh, over uh, under 25, 80, 86% was inflation. 25 to 65, 80% was inflation, and above 65, 79% was inflation. So it was all inflation across the board. Okay. Um, and then as you would as you would guess, political affiliation, 48% Democrats were inflation, 52% Democrats were abortion. So more than half think abortion, that doesn't apply to those people except for the ones who need the abortion, think it's more important than inflation, which affects... Everybody, Everybody across the board. And then Republicans, 87% to 13% in favor of uh, inflation. And independents, 80% to 20% in, in uh, favor of inflation. Inflation. Okay, yeah. I'm going to say I'm glad about that. Yeah, no. So, I mean, again, there, some of these Democrats, they don't have a grasp on reality. You know, I get, I get the importance of the abortion issue from time to time. But when it comes to this, if you're a 52-year-old woman in Oklahoma— you know, and you have your kids in X, Y, and Z, or excuse me, Oklahoma, in New York, you shouldn't worry about the girl in 
Oklahoma who can't have an abortion. It doesn't pertain to your life. But both of you are going to get screwed by inflation if it goes wrong, if you can't afford anything. Both of you take the hit. What a, what a great way. You just you, you actually painted a great picture of the statement that I made before you started reading those numbers, which is we have this tent. Yeah. And can we go after the common enemy? Like right now, our common enemy is inflation. Can we go? Can we go after that? You know, what I'm saying and whatever yeah. is causing this inflation, can we all agree? Let's go Have after that. Have you seen that? the ads down here? Charlie Chris running for governor. DeSantis is a bully taking women's rights, and then some swelling lady. Marco Rubio, abortion is a right, not a criminal. You know, like they're running on abortion. That's their main thing is abortion. It's not important. The whole world is fall again. Gas, inflation, um, your finances. I guess all that ties to inflation. Mm-hmm. It hits the. It hits checks all the boxes. So to have one thing in the, in the corner versus everything else hitting everything else, you got to get your priorities right. It's funny. I saw you mentioned Charlie Chris. I Because I'm watching football, I saw a commercial on Chris, and he was standing at the gas pump and doing his commercial. Yeah. And, and uh, listen, he's suggesting that the scientist is the problem. Yeah, I know. And I'm like. Because they I, know. I, I couldn't hear anything else he said. Dude, they know. I was, they know. I was so like. The people that uh, vote for them are do you not serious? think for themselves. They're told DeSantis is the problem. Hey, guys, DeSantis is the problem. They parrot it back. They don't think for themselves. And you can tell by any any conversation you get with a liberal, after three or four sentences, they, they're done. Because they do not have the mental capacity to keep going. Right. They don't. We've seen it on the I've, – I've watched the uh, What a Woman Is documentary. I, I, have, I have to do the third part still. But two or three times, he's talking to somebody, asking just general questions. The interview's over, or they walk away. Like I, I'm just asking I, you. I saw the preview of that. I saw a Bro, preview of that. Bro, it's unbelievable, yeah. man. Right, right. But you know, so I was talking to uh, a kid. He's a very smart kid. He, uh, he's in my youth group, and his goal is to get to Harvard. Yeah. And we were talking about it on a Friday, and I was like, you know, and Harvard. Telling me like, they're not be religious. They're I was like, liberal. They I was don't like, believe in that kind so of stuff. We, we, listen, I went through a big conversation with him but harvard is no harvard is no longer the harvard we use it we use in analogies oh he's so smart he went to harvard no now it just means you're a liberal psycho uh, and you harvard, went to harvard. Do stupid people but and and i'm, I'm going to prove that in a second when i say this i asked him why harvard ultimately got to the point of he wants to be a, a justice supreme court justice and he says like if you just go through the numbers they all come from harvard most of them come from yeah, harvard you got harvard so Yale, Yale, princeton columbia right. that's but, pretty but, much but it. i'm saying but it's really harvard yeah, yeah. it's really harvard so it's well, like, those are the you're probably you're right it's probably right. that one if you check at all the resumes right eight out of ten say harvard you probably want so, to go to harvard and so that's why he said he wants to set himself up set himself up and then i made this point and this goes back to harvard produces stupid people i said look the, the the one who just came, uh, what's her name, Kantanji uh, Brown, yeah. just to prove my point about stupidity, they asked her what a woman is, and she couldn't answer the question. Yeah, and she blanked. This, for, uh, this is this is a Harvard graduate. She's probably spent close to a quarter of a million dollars to half a million dollars on her to get her degree, you know, and she can't answer or a not. simple... <laughs> that's a good point. Or not. And she can't answer... A simple question, dude. And I'm saying, this is where you want to go, where they're going to come and they're going to suck your soul and take your mind? As long as you maintain your mind, you should be fine. When I when I got my certificate in conflict resolution and all that stuff, not, I'm not these are different courses, not the same course. Diversity, women in diversity, women in the workplace, diversity in the workplace. You took all those courses? Yeah, because yeah, conflict resolution. 
you had to be able to roll with the punches, so to speak. Were you poking your eye it out? It was every a nightmare. Time? Oh, yeah, it was the goodness. worst thing ever. <laughs> but I knew it was nonsense. I knew it had to be done. It wasn't going to change my mind. I was 35 at the time when okay. I got my degree. So I, it wasn't going to change my way of life. So I was able to do it. I was able to write down what people thought, you know, X, Y, and Z, and get and get my my degrees and my certificates and all that stuff. But if you don't let it get to you, if you don't let it get invade your mind, you're gonna be okay. You're gonna be, uh, you're gonna be all right. Um, the wrap up. So that being said, um, if you want to go to Harvard, go to Harvard. But no, they're going to try to manipulate you. We've heard Glenn Ble- uh, Glenn Beck, his daughters come home. And him talk to him about how America is racist, how America devalues women. And he's like, do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> like, hold on a second. If, if I'm at home preaching these values my entire life, mm-hmm. but my girls, my children spend hours upon hours, morning, noon, and night in this place, and they come home telling me, we have a real problem out here. Mm-hmm. So you got to understand, they're going to try to come at you. Can you keep a level head and follow your convictions? And it would have to be... Your religious convictions, because the liberal religious people are not, according to the Bible and you and everybody else, they don't, they're not conservative Christians. They're something else. You have to follow your faith, your family, whatever it is that doesn't allow you to buy into the crap, because they're going to come hardcore, and it's up to you to say no. So You're going to have to play ball or not. So here's what's interesting about what you just said, because I watched the interview with, um, not the Prime Minister of Hungary, but either the uh, undersecretary for the prime minister of Hungary. So he works for the prime minister of Hungary. And he was making pretty much that argument that you just made. And he was saying, like, they're part of the EU. They're a small country. I mean, I think their population is like half the size of Florida. That just tells you how small they are. They're landlocked. But they're part of that eastern front that uh, Russia did not want to become part of the West. Okay. But um, he was making the argument that it's so hard for them as a country within the EU spectrum because the EU has gotten so woke, has gone so far yeah. left. And and, and um, Hungary is a very uh, religious country. Like they, 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 they take their religion very seriously. And, um, and because of that, the people have voted for things like it, they, they made they made it a referendum. Say okay, you guys vote on it, and the people come out and say yo yo, we ain't, we're not for this. And this is this is under the weight of the media still yeah. bashing them, and international media bashing them, and they're, and they're looking like the scapegoat and whatever, uh, conservative right wing um, fascism, you know whatever yeah. you want to say. But he was saying that look, in Hungary, our this is where we stand. We build everything on. The foundation of the Bible. We we start with that, and all our rules and our laws come from that. Now, if you want to be, but we don't force anybody. We're not saying that you have to be religious. Yeah. We're not saying you have to believe or anything like that. But we're saying that the idea, the principles, the foundation of our laws comes from this text. So if you want to be homosexual, that's your business. You can be homosexual all you want to. We're not coming down. We're not going to break down your door and arrest you and all that stuff. But we. But but. But but the flip side of that is that you can't come to us and say you need to make homosexuality a standard. You know, you need to recognize homosexuality as an institution. No, that's ridiculous. We're not going to do that. That goes back to our first our first conversation about culture. Their culture comes from religion. Here's a set of rules. Go do what you want. 
but this is where our flag is in planted. In fact, you just said that exactly. These, these are this is where yeah. we start. You know what I'm saying? You, and you, and everyone here, has to apply. Uh, yeah, from here, do what this. you want. But right. this is this is the baseline. Right. This is where this is the, the stopping point. So follow that. And so I want to tell you that I give Dave Rubin kudos because in that conversation, I'm like Dave Rubin is interviewing a guy who's you know because Dave is gay, of course, yeah. and he's interviewing this guy, and I, I, I'm like, man, is 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 he twitching as he's, as he's hearing this guy speak? Or is he like, because it, it, everything seemed pleasant. The whole conversation seemed pleasant. It seemed like a good interview. You know, in fact, someone had told Dave, you should interview this guy. Yeah. But I was wondering like, man, does, how does Dave feel having this conversation with this guy and this guy's telling him straight up like. No, he's interviewed Ben Shapiro before and has said like, I know you don't prefer my lifestyle. He goes, you know, I don't. I think it's a sin. And I know it's Shapiro and it might have been somebody else even. But he's interviewed people before and asked them like, I know your thoughts on, on my lifestyle. He goes, yeah, you know, it's, it is what it is. But yeah, based on my beliefs, no, it's wrong. It's this, that, and the other. Uh-huh. But it doesn't affect him because it's his life, not this person's. I want your perspective. It's the one. Dave Rubin isn't homosexual. Dave Rubin, political commentator. He's Dave Rubin. That's it. Right. So you, if you if you allow someone to put you in a box, so to speak, on the one thing that makes up your life, you have a problem with yourself. Let people think what they want, feel what they want, and you move on from there. If if this guy said, "Listen, I don't prefer your lifestyle, but you do everything else," you know, we're we're fine. Don't push your lifestyle on me. I'm not going to put my anti your lifestyle on you, and we're going to go. We're going to you know fi- go for the common goal. That's what most educated, adult, mature people do. Right. We all have the. We all have to play by the same rule. Yeah. If you have, and you once can, you stop, once you say one side can't yeah, use these that rules, becomes a problem. That, and that becomes a problem. And so to 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 this point, he was saying that in the EU. So when I say the West, I'm talking about the United States and EU. We have become this 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 woke ideology is pervasive. I mean, it's the the higher upper echelon. He's saying that they 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 uh they the way that they're treating them, they can't even use the court system. Like they're they're putting sanctions. Yeah, EU is putting sanctions on Hungary and and and, and trying to um. Uh, force Hungary to change their policies, even though the people of the country are saying we don't want these policies. Yeah. You know, and so, so I'm, I say this to say that this, this epidemic is way bigger than we in America. Like we talk about it from an American perspective because we're in America and we don't want to see, we don't want to lose our country. But here's a guy halfway around the world, small little country, landlocked, ten million people, smaller than Florida, and he's saying that th- he's experiencing the same type of pressures. From the EU, which is like in, in relation is like, you know, the United States telling him you have to change, you have yeah. to change, even though the people are saying no, we don't want this. And they'll keep pushing back. With um, Ron DeSantis, you loot, we shoot. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis issues a stark warning to opportunistic thieves as the Sunshine State begins to recover from the devastation caused by Hurricane Ian. At a press conference on Friday, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis simply stated, "You loot, we shoot." While at another event on Friday, DeSantis reminded any potential looters that Florida is a Second Amendment state, adding, in Florida, you never know what may be lurking behind somebody's home. There have been a sporadic reports of looting in Fort Myers, Tampa, and Naples. Uh, Florida's Attorney General Ashley Moody weighed in, saying that her office would like to seek the longest pretrial destination possible to keep them locked up so they cannot commit new crimes. So either you're going to get arrested— Oh, you're going to be as dead. the best case scenario, right. 
or the people who you're going to loot their homes, if they decide to pull out a rifle or a gun and kill you, hey, man, don't be here. It's your fault, not mine. Oh, my goodness. Where was that? Uh, there was a Wawa. I want to say it was California. I cannot. Did we talk no, about no, it was Philadelphia. No, no, it was Philadelphia. Sorry, it's Philadelphia. Where this this happened like like two or three days ago. A whole crowd of. Uh, Did we talk about this? No. The lady was trying to order her sandwich and everybody behind her was going nuts. And she's just like, yo, just give me my food so I can get out of here, please. No, we didn't talk about this. Really? Just, yeah, we didn't talk about this. Oh, someone told me that. They, I mean, I, they, I can assure you, I wasn't looking at the news okay. finding out about it. I mean, well, the news weren't showing this. Like, I wouldn't have known about it if it was yeah. for the other outlets. No, I this lady to. was like, you know, she, she she told the lady, like, listen, are you going to keep filming or are you going to make my sandwich? Like, what are you oh, doing? Oh, the lady was filming? Apparently, the person who the, was making the, the sandwich the was filming the people fighting. Like, a whole bunch of miners ran in there, went nuts or something. Oh, hold on, but you're saying fighting. What I'm saying wasn't fighting. What I'm saying is that they came in Ransacked and they basically the took anything they wanted. Yeah. You know, and they were even demanding, make me this and make me that. Yeah. You know, and this is Philadelphia. And they and they, they ransacked I might have been, I might have watched it on Joe Rogan. Okay. Then, that's because I was, I was watching some on Friday about that. Yeah, I was going to say, it just happened. Yeah. They ransacked it and they just walked away with no problems. No cops coming. No, yeah. nothing, nothing happened to any of these individuals. No, nothing will, because the punishments don't fit the crime, especially when there's no punishment at all. So, so let me ask you this: You're the governor of Florida, and and we, now we have Wawas all over the place. If that happened, what would you tell the the proprietor of that Wawas? Pack heat, bro. Yeah, that's it, and they probably do. Yeah. I mean, everybody loves to cheer on the the gas station guy who tries to get robbed, pulls out the shotgun behind his de- his thing and starts pumping shots out. Right. But then, in their own circular thing, oh, I can't believe he did that. He's a bad guy. But they love to cheer about it. They would do it to to your your home. You saw what happened to the guy in New York. Which guy? Again, another convenience store like a bodega. Uh, guy comes around the corner, and the guy. This is an older guy. Yeah. Okay, I'm talking about. He's got to be in his seventies, late sixties, early seventies. Black guy comes around the corner. Young guy, strappy guy. Yeah. Pushes the guy down, right? And basically, like you know, manhandles him. You know, gets, goes on a register, you know, trying to say, and like gives his girlfriend's on the other side and he's giving the girlfriend stuff and yeah. and the guy stabs him. The they old are, guy? The old guy stabs him. Yeah. They arrest the guy and and press charges against the guy. And the guy ended up dying. The perk mm-hmm. ended up dying. They arrest the old guy and, and put him up on charges. In New York. Yeah, well, I've, okay. It doesn't, make it, doesn't shock me. It's New York. They're horrible but, people but, but, up there. But, Their government is anyway. Hey, you got to vote him out. There's nothing you can do about it. Here's if what, you stand your ground, if you protect yourself, because the, Dem- the Democrats, the liberals want lawlessness, so they can come so, in with their federal police I, I'm glad and you regulate. Said the, I'm glad you said the lawlessness, and it's interesting that you said federal police, because I was going to ask the question, why are they doing this? Because one of the things that came out of that hungry interview is that, he, he there's a lot that he said, but one of the things he said is that George Soros, there's he has this foundation called Open Borders, I think yeah. it's called Open Borders, and he's putting millions upon hundreds of million dollars into this organization and this organization is going around different countries trying to enact these policies. Yeah. So going back to making it more local, talking about what happened in New York and what happened with Dancer, uh, Don, um, DeSantis when he fired uh, the pr- prosecutor, throughout our country, there are prosecutors who get elected and are, are in office through open borders, funded by George Soros, yeah. and their ideology is oh, yeah. no bail, you know what I'm trying yeah, to say, they're, no, they're no in, prosecution, you know, whatever the again, case may be. Again, this is a Joe Hogan-heavy referenced episode, but yeah, I've seen this about a few a few months back where most of these people are funded by George Soros. They get in there- but why? Because they want- to the why. Because when it falls apart, 
they can federal police and George Soros is part of the crew. He can destroy the country. He's never going to be in trouble. His kids are never going to be in trouble. When they institute their own police like China, like the military police, they're going to be above the so law. So you're telling me that George Soros is part of this global conspiracy. He's probably the guy. guy. I knew about George Soros before I knew about Obama. And the reason well, I knew well, about yeah. Obama was yeah. George Soros got Obama elected. Right. That's what I knew when I first heard about George Soros. This, he's he's the guy behind all this stuff. Everybody knows it, but no one does anything about it. Right. George Soros came on my radar because of Glenn Beck, and that, that, that predates Obama. So that's the first time I heard about George Soros. But you're telling me... I, listen... So if George Soros is, is at the top of the pecking order, let's just give him that. Let's, let's just say there's people above him, but we know he's part of the World Economic Forum. We know that Cloud, Schwarz No, guy, those guys might be 1A scary, and 1B yeah, those for Those scary sure. guys, right? And there might be another level that we don't even see, right? But my thing is, you're telling me that this, whatever this group is, their goal in life, their mission in life is to destroy society so that they can rule it all? Yeah, for sure. You, and you believe that? 100%. No doubt about it. China has the bodies to expend to take over because they don't care about their people. The only people standing in the way of global domination is America. And if they get rid of America, they can do whatever they want. Jeff, you hear what Billy is saying, Mr. Conspiracy Corner is saying. I'm just I'm not curious. in the corner if you guys see the video. I'm <laughs> way on the other side. This is I'm, I'm in logic land I, right now. Listen, I'm Actually, just, I can put a sign up, but it says logic land <laughs> and the conspiracy corner. We're just, in logic land right now. Anyone I, who pays attention knows this to be fact. I say Jeff, but really, Jeff and the people who think like Jeff, I'm just curious what Billy just said. We just broke down so many different things t- for you t- today on this show. And we ultimately ended up with trying to answer the question of why is all this happening? And I'm And I just want to know... Do you guys see it? Do you guys actually think that it could possibly be true that there's this cabal that's saying, like, destroy society so we can have it all? I don't know. We'll see. It's true. Episode 115. I love that number. You guys have a great day. Peace.